talk about state-controlled churches and how Bible 1C3 has been used to control churches and religious organizations. Because you see laws like, you know, the Equality Act that, you know, that the Democrats want to pass and how 501c3 will be essential in, you know, silencing churches who are already silenced, to tell you the truth, to a very, a very large degree, who are already silenced, silence them even more to the point where they can't say anything. And a lot of these churches will are, you know, are okay with doing that, you know, because they're in for the money and they like that. And they don't care that, you know, um, they don't care enough to stand up for the word of God and to, you know, stand on what they believe in as Christian pastors or whatever. But they're more concerned about getting that with 66% off. So I guess, so they won't be taxed, you know, all the money that they collect, they won't be taxed, something, something to that effect. You know, it's just really, really crazy. And... Churches and religious religious organizations that accept governmental authorization for financial gain, for permission to assemble, etc., are then controlled by the state. They invariably become tools of the government carrying out the agenda of rulers and spread spreading state propaganda. Church members themselves often demand their church obtain state recognition in order for their tithes and offerings to be deductible. From their personal income tax report, so they don't have to pay taxes on their ties and offerings. That is that that is a very that's a very huge shame right there that you're more concerned about you know not having your ties and offering tax and then telling the truth about what it is and what it is is simply this: the word of God has been settled in heaven and will stand forever. And for you to choose finite gain. Over the eternal and infinite word of the Lord God Almighty. To not have your money taxed. Shows you where your true heart is. And shows you that these, that many pastors today. Are simply just pawns of the government. Money hungry. Seeking people who do not care about the word of God. But care about their finances. And here the classification of 501c3. Is a, is a tax exempt status for religious or charitable organizations. In the United States. While this article repeatedly refers to this particular classification the warning crosses international boundaries any religious organization that is recognized as such by the national government comes under the control of that national government it is in in our mother state and must comply with state policies or lose desired recognition so here we see this was back in 2007 in august 2007 ksksla news 12 out of shreveport um, louisiana reported a shocking new tactic used by the U.S. government in its ongoing, its ongoing destruction of the U.S. Constitution. It was reported that the government had begun training pastors and religious leaders to influence the populace to comply with government demands. You know, there was actually, I think, a video on that which explained that, and they explained how the government wants pastors to use um, Romans 13, which basically is a chapter talking about, you know, citizens or, you know, should, should obey their government and, any government is established by the most high. And that's true, it is established, but notice what government that was talking about. That was talking about a righteous government. The governments today are wicked. They make wicked laws that abuse the poor. And see, the most high has said clearly in his word that we ought to obey God rather than men. So clearly there's a limit and clearly that only goes so far. 
I'm not, you cannot expect a, you know, population to obey a wicked government and their wicked laws, especially when it does not, you know, when it's not for their good. You cannot expect that. It doesn't work that way. You see, it does not work that way. So that um, passage in Romans, that chapter can only go so far. Because no one's going to obey a wicked government if the wicked government continues to do wickedness. And the Bible clearly says we ought to obey God rather than men. And, it, and the Bible clearly says abstain from every evil. So we're obeying wicked laws. And that is not abstaining from every evil we're taking part in. And therefore we are guilty in the sin that this government is committing by passing these wicked laws. We're guilty also in it too. The United States was founded with the deliberate intent of having a country without a king and ensuring freedom. To have a church without a pope, consequently, the separation of church and state has long been a governing principle of laws and policy within the U.S. It is extremely important test for the U.S. government to reach out to religious leaders in an attempt to control the citizenry. Revelation 13 warns of a despotic power that will seek to enforce its own agenda over the world. Mm. Let's turn to that scripture and it says... And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he caused of all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Revelation 13, verses 15 through 17. So you see how the government is going to twist church and state to its benefit so you're going to use the church as its arm for its agenda and not a righteous agenda it is deeply concerning that the u.s is already preparing to use clergy to control the populace dr terrell turpio is a chaplain for both shreveport fire department and the cattle sheriff's office we have asked how the clergy from different denominations will work together for the government in times of crisis Turbio said the primary thing that we say thing that we say to anybody is let's cooperate and get this thing over with and we'll settle the differences once the crisis is over. Such emphasis on inter interdenominational uniformity and conformity to government agendas is a danger to individual churches that have theological beliefs that are contradictory to moral, morally liberal laws and corrupt politics. You know, for this shopping to say that, just to cower down like that and just say, you know, let's get it, let's cooperate and get this thing over, it shows you the mindset of many chaplains, pastors, whatever you want to call it, it shows you the mindset is to conform and to, you know, bow down to this wicked government and their demands and, you know, don't stand up. A lot of these pastors don't want to stand up because they're scared because they have interest in their money. The money, you know, will be taxed and all that, you know, all that profit that they're making will soon fall away. They're more concerned about that than anything else. And it's a shame. And that's why you continue to see this, you know, going on in churches today, you know, where they're just easily ready to cower down to the government, but not easily ready to obey the commandments and the statutes of the Most High. People naturally look up to religious leaders. It is definitely ingrained in congregants to trust their pastor, priest, or rabbi, and they're going to use that to their um, benefit. Churches have always placed a high value on their unique, distinctive beliefs. It is a primary cause for why so many thousands of denominations exist within Christianity. But when religious leaders start promoting government agendas, differences are deliberately glossed over conformity, even the cost of trust becomes more important than religious individuality. The argument religious leaders are told to present 
to their congregants congregations is based on incorrect yeah exactly is based on an incorrect understanding of Romans thirteen. Let it here's the verse let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Romans thirteen um verses one I think verses one through four I believe. So according to David Hodge, the common sense show an estimated 20,000 pastors were recruited by FEMA slash DHS as part of the clergy response team, and their initial and their initial primary training was to tell the flock to obey DHS, Department of Homeland Security, because of Romans 13. So since this um, incorrect understanding of Romans 13 silences pastors on important issues by arguing that um, Yahuwah appointed the government. Everything the government says or does should be reported. But that's talking about a righteous government, not a government that we have today, which is a wicked and unrighteous government. Once separate, the um the once separate churches of the United States have become joined to the government, they can now be forced to spread government propaganda, even that which conflicts with denominations' moral standards. In twenty four, now this is in tw this is one example. In twenty fourteen, city of um Houston. Texas got court orders got court orders against five pastors who had encouraged their church members to take political action against Houston Equal Rights Ordinance. The legislation um, granted civil protection to homosexuals, bisexuals, and transgender citizens. The court orders were extremely broad. They all they demanded all sermon, all sermons, speeches, and correspondence, including private text messages dealing with the legislation, the petitioning, the petition against it. Um, sodomites, sodomitism, gender issues, and Mayor and East Parker. These orders included not just material presented by pastors. So you see, you know, the agendas. So as you see, you see that was a very, you know, it should be a sign that should be really looked at because it's showing you what's going to be happening in the future and that this is not just a joke. This is something serious that actually things like this are going to be going down. You know, with a court, you know, ordering you to give away everything that you had that was in support of, you know, fighting against this um, Houston Equal Rights Ordinance for the sodomite community. So this is going to be our near future where they're going to be, I mean, any, any sign, any hint of dissident, dissidents will literally, I mean, they will come at you in full force. I mean withholding nothing every action they have legally against you that they can use legally against you they will come they will come and they will not feel sorry about it they will not you know um you know they won't hold themselves back they're gonna come at they're gonna come at you with full force now i want to read this part right here because this shows you the effects of 501c3 and how churches need to immediately get off of it don't just get on it because that's you know what all the churches do and that's what they do and whatever no, 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 no. That's what churches do. That's the common thing. No, no, you need to get off that right now because watch this right here. Fox News reporter Tom Todd Stom Starnes observed that there was a brewing war of religious liberty in Houston, Texas. In the same report, Starnes shared a comment posted by Parker on Twitter in which she declared that if pastors preached on political topics, the city had every right to demand the release of all requested materials. As horrifying as this sounds, Mayor Parker was correct. If these pastors work, um, if these pastors work for churches that were incorporated, that were under the government's 501c3 entities, which most churches in the United States are today, 
the once great principle of separation of church and state has been destroyed. True religious liberty has been destroyed by one thing, money. So she was actually right. She was actually right. That if you preach on political topics and you are under 501c3, the government has every right to order you to bring... Let me go back to it again. It says they wanted um, all speeches, all sermons, correspondence, private text messages, dealing with the legislation. They wanted all of that. They have the right to order all of that before the court and basically to see if you violated 501c3 and maybe they can revoke your status. So as horrifying as that sounds, they have the right to do that if you do that. If you preach on a political subject, a political topic, and you're under 501c3, they have the right to do that to you. And as we move, now this is the creeping part of the governance. Money is power, and our Messiah, Yahushua, recognized this when he stated, No one can serve two masters, for either he shall hate the one and love the other, or else he shall lean to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve serve um, Yahuwah and riches. Matthew chapter 6, verses 24. 1599 Geneva Bible. Churches have been beguiled and seduced into voluntarily submitting to governmental control. In 1954, then Senator Lyndon B. Johnson offered tax exempt status to churches as a favor. All they had to do fill out a government form, 501c3, declaring their organization to be a church. It was a Trojan hearse by law. Absolutely. Churches were exempt anyway. The Internal Revenue, um, a in the Internal Revenue Service is the agency that collects taxes for the United States federal government. One IRS, um, IRS agent wrote, I am not only an IRS employee who wonder why churches go to the government and seek permission to be exempted from a tax they didn't owe to begin with and to seek a tax deductible. So you see right there is a Trojan horse. I mean, Trojan, Trojan horse. It wasn't really for your benefit at all. And they're really just doing this where they're benefit so now you're on this 501c3 and you can't preach the sound doctrine that the bible requires you to preach and it really is a shame you can't say anything any subject any political you know topic you can't say anything about that under the 501c3 that most churches are under today and this is a sad example of how churches have fallen and it really is a shame but it just shows you you know the things, how the government is moving towards, you know, using the church as its arm and using it for its purpose. Not there being, you know, um, a separation between the two. But as I say, peace.